0: 92 1 WLNG, Sag Harbor, New York. Here's something totally original for Eastern Long Island. It's The Originals, with your host, noted musician, architect, and designer, Lee Skolnick. Each Sunday, Lee will feature top local musical talents performing live for you in the WLNG Broadcast House studio. So sit back and enjoy. And now, here's Lee Skolnick and The Originals.
1: So, what's going on, everybody? It's Sunday night. It's 8 o'clock. What could that mean? It's the Originals. With me, your host, Lee Skolnick. The most insignificant part of the show. The most significant part is always our guests. The tremendous talent that we have out here on the East End. And tonight is no difference. We've got our... Man, you have gold and platinum. I mean, I don't know why you're even talking to me. This is Ah. Joe D'Elia, everybody.
2: Mm. Hi, Lee. How are you? Great to have you. Yeah.
1: Listen, I, I not only do you have un, unbelievable CV, but I listened to your songs before the show, and they are just dynamite. I mean, they're not even all songs. There's there's background music, there's foreground music. There are songs. Right. How did you get such a a I wide?
2: Is it really has been a diverse uh, run, you know, for, and it's a a long run. You know. Well, so we're going to get
1: into all of that yeah, that's that's as much as we can. Back. But I want to thank you for being here. Of I course. want you to join me in thanking Audi Southampton yes. for keeping the music yeah. alive on the East End.
2: Right, we do thank uh, Audi of Southampton for yes. sure. Yes, yeah. thank you.
1: They are, they, I mean, this is a public service. You know, we, we talked about this a little bit. Where can you hear all of the great talent out here? During this pandemic, we have been the shining light right. on Sunday nights to keep people uh, in the music. And personally, on a personal note, it's just been an unbelievable experience for me to meet all of you.
2: I know. We it's we a, talked about that before it's a, it's uh, before we started group. rolling, about how the community out here, the music yeah. community and how nice everybody what is, do you, is.
1: What do you think? What is that owe to? I, I mean, like you said, in New York, it can be a real jungle.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I think it's a lot less hardball. I, I don't know. I think there's something about the environment out here on the east end, and I mean, it dates back to the fifties with Jackson Jackson Pollock and uh, yeah. you know de Kooning oh, right. and all these guys who were out here because it's got to be something the, about
1: the light, the it, air, the, the ocean. I believe that's that's true. The creativity that has poured out of this place is right. and, it's amazing, and I think that
2: it runs. Uh, you know, there's a spectrum of great musical talent mm-hmm. from you know from the guy who's you know, strumming some of his original songs to Paul McCartney, you know. So it runs a gamut of Paul yeah. Simon and, and, and Jimmy you've, Buffett you've and you you've
1: done all of it. I mean, you've you've done so much I've, I mean, I've, listen, I've listen to had who, a run, man. I've, listen, I have listened Listen worked. to who Joe has played with. <clears throat> Keith Richards, Gilbert McClinton, Stevie Wonder, Dusty Springfield, Pat Benatar, Janice Ian, Dave Edmonds, Bruce... He doesn't need a last name, Bruce no, Springsteen. No, right. <laughs> Martin Short, who is not my favorite musician, <laughs> but, but he's an interesting guy. Right. Nathan Lane. Right. I mean, how long have you been, did you grow up out here? How did this all No, I uh, well?
2: grew up, born in Brooklyn, uh, uh-huh. grew up in Rockland County, up by uh-huh. Nyack, Pearl, okay. uh, Pearl River, New York. Sure. Right? And, you know, started playing not that early on, 12. Uh-huh. But oh was, you were an old man already. Yeah, right. <laughs> so by the time I was thirteen, I was, you know, in the roadhouses banging out, you know, Jerry Lee Lewis songs on the piano. So it, uh-huh. it started you know, it started early and hasn't stopped. You know, and what so, what
1: brought you finally out here?
2: Uh actually I c first came out I first came out in the early seventies and it rained. You know, we stayed in, in Montauk. But then I came about ten years later, uh with the director Abel Ferrara, who had a house in oh, Hither Hills, that's a connection. He was, yeah, he that was the connection really. He was <laughs> renting a house there, and he had had me out for a week or two, and it was like, oh, this is this place is great. And
1: so you you started that early doing uh, the scores for his movies. Yeah,
2: the scores started in. It really was kind of mid to late seventies, I would say. You know, I'd been doing you know all of the names that you're mentioning. You know, there were studio dates, so right. I was a pia- I was a piano player mm-hmm. and an arranger. So I was either playing piano or arranging uh, record dates and stuff, and some some touring with some some of these people. But I kind of fell into the the writing, the scoring, because I was mm-hmm. an arranger. So I had some uh, I had some it. background in yeah. orchestration and arranging, right? So did
1: you study this? academically?
2: I, I did to a degree, but a lot of it was on the job training. So when I first met Abel, it was like, okay, watch this movie and put some music to it. And uh-huh. it was like, I hadn't done it before. So it was this evolving, uh, you know, uh, training yeah. uh, on the job. And and he was, I think, a great uh, mentor in that way, because he knew what
1: mm.
2: what was needed. Yeah. And
1: so it's really really collaboration. It was
2: really collaboration, and in those days, I mean, it was like working uh, here with with Dan. I and mean, the early uh, the early film scores, it was a mm. couple of keyboards and a you know a, you know a two track machine that we were playing directly into it as we watched the film. It was a very Spartan. <laughs> so kind I, I, of thing, I have, you have know? to ask, so,
1: now yeah. that you you've told me that I have to ask you a question. Uh, all the listeners, you can you know. Go uh, get another cup of coffee. because This will only be of interest to us. But do you remember a recording studio down in the village called No Soap Radio? No. Uh, I, what was it? No Soap Radio. No. So <clears throat> when I was 16. Right. Um, well, I was playing music since I was 10. Right. But uh, a relative of mine had a cousin, a distant cousin, who had this recording studio at one Patchen place. Huh. Patchen places, wow. like off 6th Avenue and Greenwich Avenue. There's a little um, uh, alleyway, and on both sides are these beautiful, sweet little townhouses. And one of them was home to this uh, company called No Soap Radio, and they hmm. did um, music for advertising. So I got, you know, invited in or forced my way in because I wanted to work in a recording studio. And after a little while, they said, you know, why don't you write some of these jingles? Wow. And so, you know, I think I was 16 and get, having contracts to write, you know, for uh, Hellman's Mayonnaise or, you know, some uh O's company. Or, right. And, you know, I was so young, my parents had to sign the contract. And, of course, I knew nothing about this, so I would – give away all the rights for like $300, and I thought I was a millionaire. (laughs) Uh, But it it was a scene. And, you know, it was right around the corner from Electric Ladyland, which was on 8th Street.
2: Right. That's great. So did you write a bunch of jingles? I wrote a bunch of jingles, which I will never... And in that period, we did the the same thing. Yeah, We did things for Carrier Air Conditioner and and paper-made pens and stuff. They would give us a gig, and I don't even remember what... They paid, but they would definitely work for hire. You know, yeah, just, and, you know, and, you know it just
1: felt so cool. Yeah. to be part of the music scene.
2: But the but the film stuff that that you bring up that yeah. really has been you know a central part of my run. You know mm-hmm. my uh, my background as well as being a piano player. And so so
1: so, and so what kind. should we hear? We have a, a treasure yeah. chest of songs here. Which one do you think we should start with? Well, I don't
2: know on on the film end. I think yeah. I think you have. Uh, yeah you know, like the theme from uh, King of New York. there are a couple of yep. good film themes that are are short. Mm-hmm. There's one actually from a uh, that that I like very much, which is uh, from a documentary that Abel actually directed maybe two or three years ago called The Projectionist. Uh-huh. And there's an, a nice cue from that. It's only like a minute long, and it's a, an alto sax. Well, let's, uh, let's drop theme. that into the, the jukebox right now. Huh? Yeah, and then it goes into, it, 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 there's a little pause, and it goes into this Bernard Herrmann, uh style a kind of atonal piece for about 15 seconds. So, so cool. t- 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 When the saxophone ends, so it takes a beat and uh-huh. comes in. So.
1: So let, let's let's drop in uh, the projectionist. Yeah. That's the name of it, right? Yep. So that song, I mean, it starts out like it's three a.m. Right. in a club that's about to be closing with that, with that, uh, that sax. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's yeah. It, it it's hits. Bernard, Her- Bernard yeah. Herman. Yeah.
2: yeah and, and and it was just like the, it was, uh, the scene was it's kind of an overhead view of Times Square in the seventies, uh-huh. and we came in. This floated in, and, and then the scene changed, and we took it out with the, the kind of bernard herman you know
1: the, the i noticed that the end of the song leaves you hanging yeah it's right. not it doesn't come like back to I, the dominant or anything i don't even know what you, chord that would right. be but that's
2: right yeah and that, that's typical of film music because that is so out, especially out of context, it's like, yeah. what, is it? what is where is this even going? But it stands alone pretty, pretty well, it's nicely. it's very haunting, I think. you know. I mean, yeah, I and look. it's ha- it, it is haunting. So, uh, what was the
1: other one you mentioned? The- and the
2: other one was King of New York, which is the opening from the uh, opening montage of that film, and a lot of people know that mm-hmm. uh, know that theme. I th- I think you know, uh-huh. so I thought it's a good one.
1: Okay, so let's let's take a listen to um, King of New York. This is the originals. I'm Lee Sconlick, but the The big star here is Joe D'Elia and let's hear the theme song from King of New York. So I hope you don't mind me saying this, but when I first heard this, first registered, oh, this is, this is like the Godfather. It had, th- that, yeah. it had a real, you know, it's, it's, it's like emotional, but it's formal. Uh, on oh, King of
2: New York. On King of New York. Right. It really yeah, it's actually guy. derived from, it, it's a two-part theme. Mm-hmm. Originally, when we were talking about scoring that montage, you know, we had done almost like a, a Miles Davis muted trumpet, a, uh-huh. sort of a jazz approach to this very kind of beautiful urban yeah, exactly, montage, right. right? So it's and not
1: it, all electronic. Some of it is no,
2: and it worked. It worked really well. And yeah. I mean, this, this is what happens with film music: is that you can put a hundred different pieces of music to the same piece of film, and it will give the piece of film a different a different meaning yeah. and a different emotion, right? But at a certain point, somebody dropped in uh, slow movement of uh, Vivaldi's, I think Fall, from the Four was, Seasons. Yeah, from the Four Four Seasons. So it was a kind of obscure piece, and we took the opening notes of that and kind of rearranged and oh. reorchestrated that, and then it kind of morphed into, you know, a more purely original theme. So uh-huh. it had this, and I think the one you have is very short; it's only a minute, but it mm-hmm. actually is a four-minute. Well, towards the end of, of the,
1: the cut that I listened to, uh you could hear the elevated subway. Yes,
2: right. Yeah, right, exactly. You hear that screech, yeah. which is a great just a, so cool. great sound. You know, the whole yeah, the whole montage is really wonderful because it takes us through uh you know, Chris Walken leaving prison and he's in the back of a limousine and it goes through uh-huh. you know, it goes through Queens and well, that not my that hometown. Sh- that view that we know of Queens from the airport into Manhattan and yeah. then when it gets into Manhattan, then it kind of morphs into a little bit of uh, hip-hop thing, which I actually, believe it or not, sang the little clip. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I had written a song that did not make it into the film proper, but uh-huh. that little spot made it into that montage. So mm-hmm. it's, it's good, the opening of King of New York. So you're getting a little bit of it, a minute of it.
1: Yeah, well, let's first join me, if you will, again in thanking Audi. Yes, uh, we do thank Audi, of course, Audi of Southampton. So cool, so cool that they're doing this.
0: Is there a quintessential ride in the Hamptons with all the qualities you want? Well, maybe there are four. The Audi Q8, Q7, Q5, and Q3 no quibbling. When it comes to high style, comfort, space, luxury, pioneering technology, and dynamic driving, the Audi SUVs at Audi Southampton just don't quit. So if you're looking for unquestionable quality, find your new ride at Audi Southampton, where you can always expect more services, more convenience, and more selection. Just don't expect to pay more, but act quickly. This deal won't last forever.
3: Lease the redesigned 2021 Q5 SUV at Audi Southampton for just 469 dollars a month for 36 months at Audi Southampton. Total due at lease signing, $39.99 plus tax. Visit our showroom at 51 Montauk Highway or go to SouthamptonAudi.com for great deals. Must qualify for Audi Owner Loyalty Program through Audi Financial Services. Offer expires June 30th, 2021. See SouthamptonAudi.com for details and improve your quality of life.
2: I appreciate that uh, that you're talking about the film work because yeah. it's been so much part of my my background and... Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't even know that I've done that because especially out here, they know me playing rock and roll in the clubs and stuff, which is wonderful. However, I, I'm known, I'm, I'm good with, but there's a whole other...
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I, we want to cover a little of everything if we can. Right. Um, so let me uh, ask you a very simple question. Yes. Actually, I'll just start with one word and you can answer.
2: Okay. Muppets. <laughs> I knew the Muppets were going <laughs> to... <laughs> we're gonna come out. Of, of course, that was like my one of my earliest uh, experiences <laughs> in this business. You know that we we were uh, introduced to Jim Henson, and it's like you with the jingles, uh, the No Soap Studio, exactly yeah. the same thing. We were introduced by by Sid Bernstein actually to no. uh, to uh, an unknown Jim, Jim Henson. Yeah, went to his loft and he gave the band the Brothers my. My lovely brothers Al, Mike, and Frank, the gig, and we went. We wrote the tune, and two weeks later, it was on Ed Sullivan.
1: So, uh, we, did so? You were live on Ed Sullivan?
2: No, it it was it was a pre-record. Oh, okay. And, and nobody knew who who or what the Muppets were. Uh-huh. This was the absolute debut, which I think was interesting, and it really was a part of my background because it was so long ago that I had kind of forgotten about. And then it came up when we started playing on the East End a lot. It's Uh, like, hey, you did this Muppets thing, and it's it's been thematic uh, throughout, so it's great. Once
1: once you've been with a Muppet, you can't be with anybody else. Yeah, no, I'm
2: I'm proud of the the accomplishment. (laughs) So
1: do do we want to listen to some more? uh, Well, you know, there was this really interesting piece. The first thing I listened to was, for Tommaso, was this oh, for Tommaso. Yeah, yeah
2: piano. That's interesting as, as well, right? Yeah, well, yeah. What's the story? No, Tommaso with that? was a uh, was a film that Abel directed. It had to be, I don't know, maybe two thousand eighteen or something, a couple oh. of few years ago. Uh-huh. And we wanted to. We decided to use piano as sort of principal instrument, mm-hmm. and decided to go the direction of, you know, the kind of John Cage mm-hmm. approach to uh, you uh-huh. know, messing up the piano, right? <laughs> so she would, PJ would uh, find me in the kitchen, like pulling out <clears throat> various utensils and tools and <laughs> kitchen implements and chains and God knows what and bolts, you know, the whole prepared yeah. thing. And I would go in and I would just kind of lay. one of the things that gave me a nice sound was laying... Different size chains um, over the over the strings, yeah, and then so if, you, if you went down on the sustain pedal, mm. you could get some sounds. Either, uh, and you could get them in, in different ways. If you were very high, you could uh, take the high strings and hit it with something very metallic, mm-hmm. and you'd get one sound. Or in the low strings, you could hit it with with a softer uh-huh. uh, mallet of some sort, uh-huh. and we just experimented and it became basically the signature of the film and I'm not sure what cue you have whether it's as uh distorted if you will or
1: well it was total well let's listen to it yeah let's let's give it a listen and uh we'll talk a little more this is Tommaso by Joe D'Elia So that is, you know, I thought of the third man right. when I was listening to it. Yes. Or the thin man, one of those, yeah, both, I think you know man, that. Right. It's very haunting. It's haunting. Totally. Right.
2: And it has very a very long, uh, that particular piece has a very long uh, decay on it and a very long mm-hmm. reverb. And it has some of the metallic feeling of the uh, of the third? chains and stuff. But there were actually other cues that were much more warped out by it, which mm-hmm. was really cool. And it was fun to... To play an experiment, you know, there are things where we do very explosive uh, sounds, mm-hmm. and, and could also do things like where a real, with the piano really mic'd up with pedal down, and you could take the lid of the piano and slam it down, <laughs> and you would get, you know, anything to get overtones. So yeah, there, were, yeah. there were there were cues in the film where. It so just a, had overtones, so
1: it's all these harmonics.
2: Yeah, these harmonics that would go on, yeah. and it sounded like some kind of orchestral hmm. uh, padding or or backing, just uh, based on that. So it was a lot of experimentation, and it was nice. The, the, the score overall. Oh, it's was be- It's yeah, really beautiful. It's piece. Cool stuff.
1: Uh, let's take a break and uh, thank our friends once again at I was Audi. Say Audi. Audi, Audi, Southampton. Audi, Hampton. Southampton, and we'll be back in a minute.
0: Is there a quintessential ride in the Hamptons with all the qualities you want? Well, maybe there are four. The Audi Q8, Q7, Q5, and Q3. No quibbling. When it comes to high style, comfort, space, luxury, pioneering technology, and dynamic driving, the Audi SUVs at Audi Southampton just don't quit. So if you're looking for unquestionable quality, find your new ride at Audi Southampton, where you can always expect more services, more convenience, and more selection. Just don't expect to pay more, but act quickly. This deal won't last forever.
3: Lease the redesigned 2021 Q5 SUV at Audi Southampton for just $4.69 a month for 36 months at Audi Southampton. Total due at lease signing, $39.99 plus tax. Visit our showroom at 51 Montauk Highway or go to SouthamptonAudi.com for great deals. Must qualify for Audi Owner Loyalty Program through Audi Financial Services. Offer expires June 30th, 2021. See SouthamptonAudi.com for details and improve your quality of life.
1: So I have a request. Yeah. Well, actually, I just want to let you know Again, I don't know how interested everybody else will be, but that same era, I was a music theory and composition major right. in college, before uh, architecture, and we we took a big upright piano. I was in upstate New York. I went to Hamilton College, and we dragged it out to a field and set it on fire. Wow! <laughs> and that's what everybody was doing at the time, and then and recording it, you know, because John, we figured, I, hey, if John Cage can do this, and he's a I, genius, that's right, maybe you know we could tap into that. Anyway, um, I really love the Ghoulies dance. I, I love it. So tell I, tell us how that. No, happened. I
2: love it. And T.J. and I were talking about what music uh, to play, and I was, you know, whatever I had on my drives out here in Montauk, we had to go with. So of course I mm-hmm. didn't have everything, but I said I think I have Ghoulies dance from the funeral, and it was we needed a spot that was. Uh, Actually, going to be performed by Paul Hip, who's in the film, and he's a great musician and actor. and He had this really kind of zany, crazy uh, character that that he played, uh-huh. and it was period set, so yeah. it was '30s. And I wanted to do something that was uh, in the vein of maybe Fletcher Henderson or yeah. something like something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, but that also had Louis Jordan, which was a later period but it was a period that i knew a little better than the earlier period right so it's kind of a combination it's a very fast track and it's really technical especially for the for the horn players because these guys were playing this stuff
1: it starts off very jazzy right and then it gets wilder and wilder and then then all of a sudden or gradually you get this big band yeah sound to it yeah
2: and i remember doing this uh session we had these guys uh like mark pender and uh jerry vivino i'm forgetting who the baritone player was but good horn players you know pender does his like famous kind of animal barnyard (laughs) sounds uh, (laughs) in there which were perfect and Mm -hmm. uh appropriate for it but the playing and the chart was fast and hard to play. Yeah. And we just stuck with it. it took a, an evening to, to get these parts I recorded. Can imagine. And I
1: mean, it's, it's so integrated. Yeah. Everything's so integrated. Well, let's give a listen to the Ghoulies dance. Yeah. So let, let's go to a completely different uh, genre to illustrate your broad range. There's a song which, and we are out in Sag Harbor, so we want to do Under the Montauk.
2: Under the Montauk Moon. I, I'm, yeah, and I'm glad you bring that up. PJ, who's sitting right here, came came up to me. She said, I have this idea for a lyric called Aimless and Immortal by the Sea, mm-hmm. which I thought was very kind of, I don't know, T.S. eliot Poetic uh-huh. sounding. I am saying it's a great line, but you know, it's just a, a rock and roll song. You know, she was it's, it's, and it's it, classic. It, yeah, and it, it didn't seem like, but I thought it was such a great line. And then, as songwriting, and you are a songwriter, you know how how it can happen. This one just it takes
1: on its own.
2: Yeah, this just came. Mm, you know, right. I mean, and, and I think writing lyrics, and, and you have. Some of my, my work, you know, mm-hmm. I was always a music writer. And lyric writing was always by, uh, you know, uh, you know the, uh, the mother of invention. What's the, uh, what's the, the line? Uh, oh,
1: necessity, is, yeah, the necessity
2: is the mother of, of invention. So it, it was a necessity to write lyrics over the years that I could write right. something of a lyric. This one just was like automatic writing mm-hmm. and it's a long narrative of, yeah. of a song and I just wrote every line, wrote every line and then the, the payoff, the punchline was Aimless and Immortal by right. the Sea which was her line. So which
1: is so cool.
2: Like an hour later, it took like an hour to write all those words mm-hmm. and I brought it up to her I said, this way, here's Aimless and Immortal by the Sea. In fact, the original file, that's what this song is called and she mm-hmm. said, no, this is called Under the Montreal Moon <laughs> and it was word for word what, what we have wow. and we we recorded it with Cynthia. Uh-huh. And actually, it was recorded in three different studios. But Cynthia, we finished it up mm. there. Max Weinberg came in and played.
1: I, can't, I knew you were going to say that. Is that, that cool? It, oh, it has such a, a Springsteen and uh,
2: uh, No, of course. And he was he was available. I mean, and he's like my oldest friend. So he mm. came up to Rockland County oh, cool. uh, at, to Larry Alexander's studio and played drums on it. Mm-hmm. And Max being the consummate pro that he is uh he knew exactly he was ready for the session yeah. he knew exactly what to play note for note on the Just first in day. case any of you yeah. don't know max weinberg right.
1: is the street band Bruce yeah. springsteen's drummer has been forever and uh it, i, I like i was thinking this is montauk's answer to asbury park yeah you know this is yes. it's so uh, it's so authentic, feel. Yeah, that's right. So uh, let's let's take a listen to that. Yeah, sure.
4: A northeast wind comes roaring down a mid October night. They boarded up the storefront and turned out all the lights. So I drove right past those shagwalls. Mass call it liar salute. Three guys outside looking for a fight tonight under the Montauk moon. The surfers down at East Deck are waiting for a swell. Harley's revving East on 27 like they're headed straight to hell locals hate all the idiots who come out in droves by June the hand that feeds and really feels a bite tonight under the mock-talk moon yet to come, people stocking up the pantries and loading up their guns, but darkness will fade and the sun will shine, and not a minute soon, Nancy Adams will be strumming with all her might tonight. very hard to tell If she's really from old money Or if her pedigree Is just a game She plays for kicks To get her drinks and dinner free That main street's cold and empty Not a soul around Just a ghost of Anne Tonight Under the Montauk
1: Okay, and we are back, and you are privileged to hear the incredible range of musical creativity that resides in this, this one guest, uh, Joe D'Elia. Um, how about Fire in My Belly?
2: Fire in My Belly, right. That's a, that's uh, f- from the, Yes, from the same era as uh, uh, Under the Montauk Moon. And, it starts
1: out... Is that that a ukulele or a guitar? Uh,
2: I think there's mandolin and then acoustic guitar, Uh and then that distorted harmonica comes in. And then the rock beat comes in. Yeah, right, right. And it
1: becomes uh, like a Rolling Stones song. right.
2: Yeah, it it, it goes on. And again, the final mix was done uh, at Cynthia's, right? Mm -hmm. But Max played on that track as well so you couldn't get Charlie Watts I guess no but uh, <laughs> second uh, second best yeah. uh, for sure uh, 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 well,
1: we want to listen to that but I first want to make sure that we thank Audi yeah. uh, again for letting this happen for you know we might be talking to ourselves if, if it wasn't for Audi sponsoring this
0: is there a quintessential ride in the Hamptons with all the qualities you want Well, maybe there are four the Audi Q8 Q7 Q5 and Q3 No quibbling. When it comes to high style, comfort, space, luxury, pioneering technology, and dynamic driving, the Audi SUVs at Audi Southampton just don't quit. So if you're looking for unquestionable quality, find your new ride at Audi Southampton, where you can always expect more services, more convenience, and more selection. Just don't expect to pay more, but act quickly. This deal won't last forever.
3: Lease the redesigned 2021 Q5 SUV at Audi Southampton for just $4.69 a month for 36 months at Audi Southampton. Total due at lease signing thirty nine ninety nine plus tax. Visit our showroom at 51 Montauk Highway or go to southamptonaudi.com for great deals. Must qualify for Audi owner loyalty program through Audi Financial Services. Offer expires June 30th, 2021. See southamptonaudi.com for details and improve your quality of life.
1: All right, and we are back and we are going to listen to another genre in the great panoply. And uh, constellation of my talented guest Joe D'Elia. and this one is fire in my belly. Right. And uh, you said you were telling me that it leads in with a just an acoustic mandolin, yeah. and then it yeah. I think it starts. It starts with
2: it does start with mandolin, and yeah, then just I very think a, yeah, tone. an acoustic guitar. Okay. Uh, and then uh, a guy named Muddy Roose comes in with that heavy-duty harp that yeah, yeah. brings us in brings right. it in yeah
1: it's a great great arrangement fantastic Thank arrangement. You, so take a listen to that
4: I'll drag my
1: And we are back And I know you're not going to believe this But we are running out of time I told you this would seem like three minutes yeah. it just, And we could talk for hours and, and we'll have to do that We will. Uh, but let's see if we can squeeze in one more song If not We know it's there okay. And you'll be back I hope to, to play much more um, So everybody It's great for you to be listening to us And we can't wait to bring you some more music next week this is Lee Skolnick, the originals, you know all that. But let's see if we can uh, slide in Getting Over Jane. Because yeah. that's yet yes. another, you know, it, it, it starts out with a little Jackson Brown kind of feel to it yeah. on the piano. Yep. And then it gets a little punk. Yep. And then I was thinking, you know, I was thinking the Cars, Lou Reed, Sex Pistols. It, it went this whole broad uh, horizon
2: getting over jane and lyric written by a world-class uh lyricist named phil cody mm-hmm. who wrote who was uh neil Sedaka's writing well, partner okay. after uh, i'm forgetting i should remember his name his uh in the period where laughter in the rain mm-hmm. uh, was done so phil wrote the words to laughter in the rain and bad blood and uh-huh. and solitaire and all these great oh, wow. uh, these great songs and we've known each other for years and worked together and he wrote me this lyric and it's great. It has so many yep.
1: it has so many aspects to it. I mean a yeah. lot that's the amazing thing about your work is you bring in so much from different uh wow. you know, sources right. but you make it hang together. Wow. So thanks so much again for coming on and uh we well now we're friends, so we'll yeah, I we'll can't continue th- this. I
2: can't thank you enough, man.
1: once again at
0: Audi. Is there a quintessential ride in the Hamptons with all the qualities you want? Well, maybe there are four. The Audi Q8, Q7, Q5, and Q3. No quibbling. When it comes to high style, comfort, space, luxury, pioneering technology, and dynamic driving, the Audi SUVs at Audi Southampton just don't quit. So if you're looking for unquestionable quality, find your new ride at Audi Southampton, where you can always expect more services, more convenience, and more selection. Just don't expect to pay more, but act quickly. This deal won't last forever.
3: Lease the redesigned 2021 Q5 SUV at Audi Southampton for just 469 dollars a month for 36 months at Audi Southampton. Total due at lease signing $39.99 plus tax. Visit our showroom at 51 Montauk Highway or go to SouthamptonAudi.com for great deals. Must qualify for Audi Owner Loyalty Program through Audi Financial Services. Offer expires June 30th, 2021. See SouthamptonAudi.com for details and improve your quality of life.
1: For listening, see you next week. I'm not that interested in what you think. You talk as if you've been there. We both know that isn't true. I know you think that I'm not gracious. I think that I should empathize But it's much too late for that Playing games just can't be justified When you've got so many secrets you must hide You've got so many secrets deep inside I've heard Those platitudes sprout up like weeds Your intellect has special needs And I can't satisfy the void Walk away and you'll be better off Don't even try and estimate the cost It's a price you'd never pay Playing games just can't be justified When you've got so many secrets you must hide